0: What's up? Welcome to Faith and Other Efforts podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Martin. I'm a corporate hustler, wellness coach, and honestly, Just a girl tired of seeing faith misappropriated. So let's change that. Think of us sitting on my couch, drinking wine, having those deep, raw, intellectual combos only have with your closest, smartest girlfriends. No scripture verses, no condemning, no regurgitation of doctrine. Believe me, I'm still trying to figure it out too. But at the end of the day, I know it's these combos that bring us closer to discovering and fulfilling the freaking purpose God's placed into your soul. You ready to drop some F words? Let's go. Hi cuties. Happy Monday. I have been a little MIA here and I'm gonna tell you about it in a second, but I wanted to make sure to record this for you because we are entering the holiday season and I know that a lot of people are either kind of feeling in a funk or they're about to. uh, And I think it's really important to address it and talk about it, but also have actionable steps that you can use to to get you out of it. So with that, I have created my own little system that I uh, designed for myself to help me get out of it when I feel a little you know, a little funky or just kind of like, you know, so uh enjoy this episode, share it with somebody who may be in a funk or tag me on Instagram to let me know that you enjoyed it. It was helpful. Uh It's Tata Conquers on Instagram. Take a little screenshot as you're listening to this. And uh I hope that you're having a wonderful week and that you are not in a funk, but if you are, here you go. Here's some ways to get out of it. Okay, so full disclosure, I have been feeling a little bit of a funk lately. I think between starting a new job, uh administrative duties uh with the estate of my uncle who passed a couple of weeks ago, which is by the way, a lot of work. Like my uncle didn't leave a will, and so there's a lot of paperwork and affidavits that are required to prove that you're like the next of kin, and it's just that's been a whole thing in and of itself. Um, and then just like managing my own personal obstacles, like turning 33 and, you know, having existential questions about my life and where it's going and, you know, making sure that I'm in pursuit of all the things that I want and happiness and financial security and children. And I think there's been a lot of like comparison lately and then also com- uh, combating those thoughts with my own journey and being like, you don't have to be on everybody else's timeline. You're on your timeline. So there's been a little bit of that. Um, So I've just felt a little bit blah and even a little bit bored and a little out of it. My new job is working remotely. So I'm at home a lot more than I used to be and social interactions and getting vitamin D, just like getting out in the sun, uh, is not the same as it used to be. And, uh, I used to be able to go for a run, but I'm treating a hip injury, TFL, if you know what that is. And so I'm not able to go on a run and just get outdoors. And you know, that has been a little challenging. So a lot of the things that I'm doing are very much like quarantine-y. We're like, you know, the COVID days when you're like at home all the time and I'm working through how to fix all of that. So all of those things means that the last three weeks, I just was not in the mood to record a podcast and I felt like I didn't want to record something and be fraudulent, if you will, and I didn't want to express that I was in a funk and not have a solution for you. But in the last couple of weeks, I have worked through this and now I'm able to share it with you. So I have three Ps for you for getting out of a funk. The first is to pause, the second is to press, and the third is to play. So starting with the first P, which is to pause, and that is to do a systems check. And for me, that was looking at my health. So the first thing is health. What am I doing for exercise? What am I eating? What are my sleep habits like? What am I stressed about? What are my stress levels like? Um, And then the second thing is my mental game. This is also going to apply. I'm going to interchange it between what am I doing and you because I feel like we're just all in this together, okay? So second thing is mental game. Like, what are you feeling anxious about? What are you feeling depressed about? Are you bored? Are you apathetic? Uh, Are you sad? Are you guilty? Are you feeling shame or grief or um, embarrassment, trauma? Are you being triggered? Like, there's a lot of stuff that can happen mentally that can trigger you into a funk. The third is spiritual health. Like what are you doing to connect spiritually, whether that is through nature or that's through Bible or through that that's through church. And for me, I evaluate and I'm like, Oh, I haven't opened a devotional in a long time. I haven't even prayed. I haven't attended church. Um, I haven't really done anything super spiritual outside of running and like podcasts, listening to podcasts in a while. Uh, so that was like a big red flag. I was like, Ooh, that, that'll really, that'll do it. So, uh, I took out my devotional. I started, I had a good convo with God. We we were, we were chatting it up and I was like, yo, I haven't really talked to you in a while. So that was something that I did. Uh, okay. The next thing is your social game. Who are you hanging out with? You know, your circle of friends and the people that you spend the most time with, how is that impacting your overall health. So that's also part of the systems check. It's Like who are the people that you are or aren't hanging out with? Maybe there's somebody in your life that you're like, I need their energy. I need to be surrounded by more people who are on this pathway instead of people who are over here and are like, womp, womp. So then, uh, I don't want to make this too much about myself, but I realized that there were certain people who are draining me. And then there are certain people that I hadn't been connecting with enough that I needed to get in touch with again, who really bring joy to my life, who really bring like motivation, who bring that like chutzpah that you're like, yeah, I want to fucking level up because they're leveling up. And then you've got other people that are just like, you know, like you hang out with them and they're like, mer, and you leave feeling mer. But then there's other people you leave feeling like, damn, I'm ready to do shit. You know? So I'm, needed to reach out to those people. The next thing is how's your energy game? Like how's your purpose purpose game? And the reason I say energy game is if you've listened to previous episodes, energy and purpose I feel like should be synonyms to one another cuz a lot of the times when people are like oh, I don't know what my purpose is what they really mean is I don't know what brings me the most energy or what actions or careers or behaviors bring me a lot of energy so doing a system checks a system check on the big idea for your life like do you know what that is do you have that big energy driver that you know what that is. If you do great, how is that doing? Are you doing the things and the patterns, uh, and behaviors that make you feel excited and energized by, or have you stopped doing some of those things? And for me, part of that is I really enjoy coaching people. I really enjoy talking and speaking and sharing knowledge and at the moment, I have put a little bit of a pause on my fitness business. I'm not doing any sort of like business coaching either. I'm just not really connecting or helping anybody one-on-one or even on a massive scale where I'm interacting with them one-on-one. So for me, that was something to be like, oh yeah, you're you're not really feeling purposeful uh, as you normally are because normally I'm very busy. I have a lot of different things. And that was a systems check for me that was completely out of whack. The next thing is, vision and direction. How is the systems check on your vision and direction for your life? Do you have a plan? Do you have a vision board? We're about to enter the end of 2021. And for me, I looked back at my vision board from January and I was like, you know, I've got like maybe 50 to 60% of those, but I dropped the ball on the other 40, like hardcore. I wanted to read a book at least once a month, a brand new book, I wanted to go on a hike once a month. Those two things definitely dropped off. Uh, meal planning and prepping every week and being better with my nutrition, another thing that failed off. Uh, and then just like bigger long-term plans have not been fulfilled yet. But I, I have a direction. I have a plan. But when I look back at the – if I do a systems check on the vision and the direction of my life, I'm only doing 60% of what I wanted. And that was a good – indicator of why I might be feeling kind of in a funk because I'm not feeling like I'm full systems go on the direction and the purpose and the vision of my life. So the first thing is to do a systems check on all of those things and pause and give yourself a little bit of grace and then acknowledge it. It's like, you know, when it comes to addicts, like the first thing is admitting you have a problem. All right. Well, in this systems check, where is it that you are struggling? Because once you can identify what the thing is, then you can work towards fixing that or alternating it or tweaking it or releasing it. Yeah. So step number two is to architect your habits in that area that you are struggling in. And that is to press forward, right? So Pause is number one, two is press, and that is to architect your habits. Because I was listening to a great podcast episode with Brene Brown um, and the author of a book called Atomic Habits. His name is uh, James, hold on a sec, ah, James Clear. And he has this amazing book, it's called Atomic Habits, where a lot of this idea I'm going to share with you about being the architect and designer of your habits comes from, but One of his most memorable quotes from this book is every action we take is a vote for the kind of person we want to become. I'll say it again. Every action we take is a vote for the kind of person we want to become. Essentially our habits can either break us, cut us down, or it can build us up, right? The small choices that we make accumulate and grow into something bigger, right? And then these little choices that grow into something bigger are what we know as patterns. And we all know this about habits, but yet most of us don't leverage habits in our favor. Most of us see habits as either things that are negative or that you can't really break. And we don't think about architecting or designing habits in our favor, but why not use habits to our advantage? What if instead of being a victim to your habits, you became the designer of them. What if you built systems to help you create the type of actions that would cast a vote to the person that you want to become? Now, isn't that something really freaking cool is if you are the architect of your habits, it's a lot harder to get into a funk because you are in control and you're, you are designing the way that you feel you are designing the things that you are doing because you have a system and it becomes more automatic and you can rely on those systems instead of feeling like you're just freaking showing up every day and going like, "Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going through the motions and you're just a freaking you know, zombie going through the exact same thing. And then you wonder why you feel like poop, right? <laughs> it's like, well, you're not really in charge here. You haven't really designed anything. And you guys know I love Genesis. God designed the, the earth, right? Like he crafted it, he created it. And there's so many biblical things where we are all created to create. And if we are not creating the type of life that we want, you're not really upholding what you were designed to be or created to be or called to be. So, when it comes to designing these systems and these habits, it doesn't actually have to be sexy or flashy. You just need to design new systems that you create to get you where you want to go. Now, when it comes to these habits, we have to change the idea that habits have a finish line. Habits do not have a start and an end. Okay. They they don't have a finish line. Habits are a process to build upon to get us closer to the person that we want to become or the person that we've been called to be, right? And the path to establishing habits like these is something called identity-based habits, okay? So let me walk you through what this means. Think about the person that you want to become and then imagine what that person would do. So this is what identity habits is okay, so think about the who instead of the what when it comes to habits. So, for example, you would ask this question What would a blank person do? For example, what would a fit person do? What would a faithful person do? What would a confident person do? What would a badass business person do? What would a sober person do? What would a kind person do? And for me, in this instant of getting, in this instance, out of getting out of a funk, it was to think about, okay, what would a successful podcaster do when they are feeling in a funk and they don't want to record and they don't blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, they would probably show up anyways and share what they're going through because somebody else is going through that too. And that's exactly what I did. I had to press forward and think about who is the type of person that Tanya wants to become that would show up as her best self. How would Tanya, the podcaster who cares about her listeners and cares about connecting with people and cares about empowering women to be them, their best selves, like what would she do in this instance? And that's what I did. I had to push forward. So that's number two. Okay. Now let's move on to number three. Number three is to play. Play the identity. So now that you know the identity of who you want to become, you get to play that out. Okay. Now think about this thought here. Okay. How long does it take to build a habit? 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. The answer is forever. Because if you stop, then it's no longer a habit. Like I brush my teeth every single day. Okay, maybe not every single day. There's been a couple times you, you know, you go out, drink a little too much, don't brush your teeth at night. Don't lie to me. I know you guys have done it too. Uh, and that's a habit, right? It's something that I do. If I stop brushing my teeth, it wouldn't be a habit anymore. And I think we get caught in the idea that in order to have habits, uh, have habits become habitual, for lack of a better word, that it it has a start and an end. And it doesn't, right? So bringing on this identity and playing into that really helps you to build the systems that you need in order to uphold and become the person that you want. And I had to just pause there because I know that like, saying this sounds so freaking cliche. It's like, Oh, be the person that you want to be. And like it, it, a lot of it sounds very like hippity dippity, but in reality, once you start doing this and you start playing into those identities, it's crazy how the, the, when you go back to the systems check where you're like, Oh, I really am sucking in this area. And that's why I feel like I'm in a funk. And the moment that you can identify it and then you can build a persona about the type of person who combats that and is the opposite of that area where you're sucking in all of a sudden it all aligns. It starts to, actually work in your favor. And that's why you hear a lot of personal development people talk about it. You hear about it talked about in the Bible a lot too. It's like when you just do the work and you you play into it it starts to work and it's crazy, right? So when you start taking on that identity and playing into it with your actions, you are providing evidence to yourself that you are actually capable of it. And in the faith-based world, you lean on God, you lean on your community, you lean on connection, you borrow that faith from God, you borrow that faith from your community. You borrow that faith from other people who believe in you or in, you know, the higher beings and and the more like conceptual, my dog's barking in the background, the the more intense things and, and you borrow that belief. But when you start playing into the identity with your actions, you start to show yourself proof that you're capable of doing it. And you not only get to craft a narrative of yourself, but you're basically providing the proof to your brain that, OMG, I am actually that person, or at the very least, I'm building into becoming that person. And then when it comes to feeling like you're on the brink of a funk and you feel it coming on, that little question really does snap you out of it because it causes you to do a little whoop, redirection, instead of letting self-doubt creep in or fear creep in you allow the elevated version of yourself to shine just by asking what would a blank person do and all of a sudden you're like okay well a successful person would show up and then you don't let the narrative of the you know the funky thoughts that you've been having take over but you get to create a new narrative and you get to provide so like the actual physical proof to yourself and to others as well, that it is something that you're capable of doing. And then it all just kind of clicks and aligns together, which I think is so freaking cool, right? Like we get to be in control of our lives and we get to design what we want to do because we have been given freedom. And anytime we are feeling a particular way, we have the ability to change it. And I understand that there are things like addiction uh, anxiety, depression, and there are a variety of m- mental and you know chemical imbalances that create obstacles that make it more difficult. But I still believe at the end of the day that you are the author of your own life. Even if you have those chemical imbalances or mental health challenges, you have the choice and the freedom to go get medical help. You can go see a therapist. You can work on it, and that is a freedom and a choice that you do have that you can still work to to move forward and to press forward. So I I just, I love that. So to recap a little bit, when you are feeling in a funk, which I know so many people are, and we're about to start embarking on the holidays and there's a lot of funk that is coming up because people are going to be struggling with financial issues or family issues or relationship issues. Like the holidays people like to think are like, so cool and beautiful. And they are, but they also bring up a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like when I can remember holidays, there's a lot of times where shit hit the fan with all kinds of stuff. And and it's just something that we don't really talk about, but I know that somebody listening here is going to have something happen where you feel like you're in a funk. You feel like you're out of control and you you are feeling lost and you don't know who to turn to. You don't know who to talk to. And maybe you're too embarrassed or too guilty or shameful or just too depressed or too anxious or too whatever, and you don't want to talk about it with anybody, I want you to remember these three Ps, okay? So pause, press forward, and play on, okay? Give yourself a minute, move forward regardless, and just really build into becoming and know that there is no finish line to this. This is something that you get to work on, and now you hopefully have a few little tools here to help you get moving in that direction and to get out of that funk, so... I hope that this is useful for you and that you got something out of this. Cause I know for me, putting this together was really helpful and I'm going to be using this next time I'm in a funk and it's really um, inspired me to snap out of it and be like, no, dude, you got this. You got this. You can do all the things that you want to do. You you are in control of the life that you want to live the way that you want to be treated and get everything in the world that you deserve because you're going to craft it that way. You are going to build systems and habits and, a community and a social group around you who helps you get what you want and get what you deserve and get everything in the world that you have been called to be and to have. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to see you utilize this next time you're feeling in funk. Love you, bye. you made it to the end of the episode that must mean you're my type of girl and you're vibing with this podcast yay toy g writes i love what you're doing it's so important to show christian women in this way because it's much more real and relatable picture than what our society usually sees of christianity so glad i found this podcast Have you written a review yet? What are you waiting for? That's the only way we're going to get the message out and help other badass women feel empowered and not alone for breaking Christian girl stereotypes. So whip out your iTunes account, type in Faith and Other F-Words, and rate. Can't wait to see your reviews. Thank you so much for getting the message out. I appreciate you and love you so freaking much.